All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops Company Approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing reveal from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Chocolate ship shape and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, contact Chuck at S&W Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back, we're live. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Mental Detecting and Treasure Hunting Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I look into the chat, that is funny, Bill. See, I was going to tell Barb that she didn't see Ohio Relic Hunter's comment because he was incognito. But, uh, yeah, I like that. We'll go with that one instead. Um... Oh, let's see here. I see Frank is in the house. Good to see Frank in. Uh, Scott's in. Lewis is in from Vancouver. Been a while since we've seen Lewis. Good to see. Good to see. Chuck is in the house. Nice. Nice, nice. Barb, Bill... And obviously, as you guys and gals have realized, there was no link for the show. But we are here, we are live, and that's why it pays to follow the show. Definitely. You just never know. I mean, some days... uh, and there just there isn't enough time in the day here lately, and <laughs> quite honestly, as hectic as things have been, you would think that uh, sometime here soon I'll actually be able to keep track of the days again. We'll see. We'll see. So first and foremost. In the chat, in the description, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, The Ring Finder, Snoke, The Website, Mine Lab, Manicore Update, Link, Terry Shannon's Website, Midwest Refinery's Website. <coughs> We've also got Ohio Metal Detecting, Detect Dead Outdoors, All Metal Militia, Crazy Spider Adventures, who is doing a great job with the Manicore tutorials. Uh... Hopper Hoodlum, Quarter Hoarder, and Ill Digger, all on YouTube, if you're into the YouTube side of things. And I must make a correction. Uh, on Sunday's show, I had mentioned 699 subscribers, and I had not read that right. It was actually 689 subscribers, but the link is still in there. Certainly, there are some people that have not subscribed to Tim. Go check out his channel. Check out Sunday's episode. If you missed that, check out the archive. Definitely some very interesting conversation. And you can even go back and check his YouTube channel and see some of the uh, videos that we were talking about. Uh very interesting conversation, actually. That was uh, quite the story about the gold ingot, the uh, the one-ounce nugget found in Alaska. 
all sorts of things. Um, how he originally got roped into the England trips. Um, that's it's it's been man. There there were definitely some uh, good stories. Definitely. Definitely some good stories. Um, oh. And then also, if you're into the Facebook side of things, we've got Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound. All Metal Militia Detected Outdoors. Metal Detecting Central Illinois. Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters. The Relic Hunters Group. And Detect America. You can catch Frank, Steve, and Ronnie Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, Shelly and Dawn with Can You Dig It? Thursdays, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, 7-ish p.m. Eastern. Uh, sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. They, they've got a lot of things going on as well. Um, you know, what can I say? People, people are busy. Uh, life happens, um, and I see that there are <laughs> all sorts of people which uh, I'm dying to know as well. I know that. Chuck has been out doing some testing with the MindLab Profine 40. He did a couple of go-lives today. And I see that there are a number of people with questions in the chat. So, about the Profine 40. So maybe Chuck can give us a call and give everybody kind of a little update on what he has Found out today with the Profine 40, he, so far it seems like it's living up to its hype. Uh, for those that don't know, obviously the tagline is that red is the new orange. So, we know where that is going. <laughs> um... And what was that? Looks like uh, has a go live comparison. He did a go live comparison today in the field, and you can check it out on the uh, S and W Shooters and Prospectors page. Hit the link at the uh, top of the chat. Welcome to Ohio Relic Hunter and Tim. I know Tim's been in there. I, I may not have uh, welcomed him, but uh, he is in there. And man, I'll tell you what. Um, after the uh, the stories from Sunday, we have got to get him back on the show again sometime in the future. Uh we ran a two-hour show Sunday. And I'm telling you what. We could have done another two hours, probably. Uh, 
just really, really super great guy to talk to. Lots of great stories and lots of adventures coming up, the way it sounds. So, big shout out to Tim once again for taking the time to sit down with us Sunday on the show. And it worked out well because um, Wednesday there was an impromptu archive i was very tied up wednesday and i'm i'm still dealing with cleanup from wednesday but uh i know chuck was tied up wednesday too so it worked out well scheduling tim for sunday because i knew if we had tim on chuck was going to want to talk with him and tim was going to want to chat with chuck so it worked out well. We all had a great time Sunday, and I know the listeners enjoyed the show as well, and that is the important part. But the way it looks tonight, maybe we can get some information on the Profine 40, because shooters and prospectors apparently have them in stock now. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I like it. And I took it out. Now, on my Profine... 35, I really used the iron indicator. I didn't use the iron indicator today. I played with it before I went out, and it's working. It is an extremely sensitive pinpointer, and I was running it about midway. I ran it all the way up, and uh, it's sensitive, and I was in rocky soil, and I was getting, once I tuned her down, it did very well. And I've got a little comparison with a land and sea versus that one. That's the two I had with me today. Now, that land and sea, that was kind of an unsung pinpointer. That thing was killer, but you had to yeah. remember it was pulse. And exactly. I used that a lot out in places. It did have problems way out east in Virginia. There's hardly mm-hmm. a pinpointer around that doesn't have problem in that soil if you want to use it in that soil exactly that's what i was going to say is you have to stop and think though of your environmental location that's highly mineralized and any pinpointer is going to struggle in that yeah so and i liked it it did what it said i mean now look let's look at they say 10 percent more depth that sounds great on paper doesn't it it sounds if great on ta- on paper, but 10% more depth is a subjective statement. That's right. If they'd said it would gave me 50%, I would have had to do some real more <laughs> do some Do some scratching going. Hmm. Is a tenth of an inch. Right. If it's, you know, if you're getting, th- but it, it did get what I saw a little more depth, I think. I was working in the dirt. Air testing is not a good way to do things. I don't give a damn what anybody right. else says out there. I'm watching these guys put coins up on styrofoam and hang them in the air and do all this different stuff. Well, that's yep. great. But when it comes to dry soil, when it comes to other stuff, that's where the, the metal meets or the rubber meets the road. That's where we want to be. Exactly. And we all... I mean, I've said it many times on the show. Many of us already know mine labs are not good air testers anyway. 
No, and there's others that don't air test well. Some air test better than they do overground. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Depending upon their frequency. I mean, proper time and proper place, it, it's a good way maybe to familiarize yourself with the tones of the machine or something like that. But nothing beats real in-field experience with the machine right. or the pinpointer. You want to know how it works, get it out there and put it to use. And it it's great that it's got the the iron indicator like the 35 did. Iron indicator has its time and place sometimes but it's it's another it's another tool another skill set that's available to us but it also has its drawbacks right and some people don't like the fact that the entire shaft length is sensitive in other words it sounds off the entire shaft length others you know they just want it right at the tip and that is a tough thing to do but you know, I liked it. I used it all afternoon, good solid three hours, tried it a bunch of different stuff. Uh, it performed very well for me. Now, I did see somebody... Brand new. Uh, now, previously, the Profine 35 did have problems. Michael asked me in a way it was with the new one. It's actually with the Profine 35. I found no problem with the new one yet. I haven't seen anybody post up they've had a problem. I've not heard of anyone I... having an issue yet either, but, you know, it, it's still hot off the press. Yeah. So I had no issues with it today. And I enjoyed it. It, it. it did what it said it was supposed to do. Now, I wasn't in a lot of, I had some heavy iron nails around and that kind of stuff. I didn't. Turn that on. I just worked through everything, and I had a pretty good day for what I did. I got uh, Barber Dime. I got five Indians, a V nickel, tons of clad. Oh my God! This one place we were in, I think they threw pennies out. Jeez. <laughs> but working through it, that's where the barber come up, and I I moved to another place, and and. It was constant old stuff, wheats and Indians. And both of these places we were at, I truly believe, have never been done. Nice. So they're older homes. One's an apartment building that dates back to about 1890. The other is a home that dates into the 1880s, 1890s. It's got 1881 Indian up through 1904, 05. And we're just scratching it. But it is still dry here. It's not extremely dry, but it's still dry. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's that's the issue we've got here too. I mean, we were getting some moisture into the ground, but then I don't know. Somebody turned up the thermostat, and the sun seemed like it was more. I walked out the back door and into the ring of fire. No, oh, and they're just it's it's tough to get any moisture in the ground right now. We've got more storms on the way. Uh, end of the weekend, beginning of the week. Hopefully, we can get some moisture into the ground and see how things are going. But for for the ground conditions to be dry like that, and right. just basically scratching the surface, it sounds like 
both of these sites are very, very promising and have quite a bit of potential. I also see, I think it might have been Scott was asking if it was waterproof or weather resistant, and I do believe they are submersible. They're submersible. Now, if I'm going to be out in water and, you know, I'm talking and need the pinpointer and have it on my hip, I'm sorry, I'm putting, I'm taking my knocka out there. It's got a five-inch coil. I got a oh yeah, the coil pulse coil dive. And I've got the tip, and if I'm using it in water a lot, it does very well. Right. So, you know, pick and choose as you want, folks. Right. Yeah. I mean, to to each their own. I mean, there's been plenty and of times Jared where Jared is a stalwart. I mean, literally. Do what now? Uh, the Garrett Carrot, our, our Garrett AT pinpointer is, you know, right there at the top of the line. So you got oh, four of them yeah. right there at the top. Now, I've seen yeah. you guys talk about the XP pinpointer, and it links up. And that that's great. I've used it. I've linked it up to my XP when I had one. I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. And it worked. But it kept losing link, too, which was kind of a pain. Hmm. Now, see, I never had that issue with the uh, MI6. Uh but I I've also ran it as a standalone pinpointer and essentially, you know, making it an MI4. But Yeah, let's give uh, a shout out to Steve. He found a class ring that uh, was lost a couple years ago. It's getting sent back to the owner. Way to go, Steve. Oh. Nice. Good job. Good job, Steve. Or should I say Hiram? <laughs> <laughs> and he's waiting for Frank to apologize. Oh, Frank, what'd you do now? Oh, anyway, boy. It's hard yeah. to tell. Drama in the chat. Well, at least it's in the chat. That's right. Not, <laughs> not on the air. <laughs> That's but right. and, and, and more well, they're, they're they're remembering that tonight is Wednesday. There's more piling in tonight. Yeah. We got Jason yeah. Chris and of course Steve O's in there. Yeah. I saw Celeste, I think, on there. Oh. Very Phil's cool. in the house. Yeah. yeah we're filling up. Yeah, they're starting to drop in. They're starting yep. to drop in. And you're you're right, the the land and sea was kind of a uh unsung pinpointers so to speak because a lot of people you when it came out you didn't really hear a lot of people talk about it and right. you still don't hear a lot of people talk about it it it's not that it was a bad pinpointer it's a good pinpointer and some people it's their go-to pinpointer it's it's right. a good pinpointer I would be interested to see, especially with MindLab's tagline, how the Profine 40 stands up against the carrot. Yeah. And Jason, we had Debbie on, and she said that there were no particular plans at this time to have any of the MindLab pinpointers linked to the detectors. Right. So, you never know. She did say that, too. So. Right, yeah. I mean, she she also said that uh, she wasn't sure if there is uh, 
anything new coming down the pipe. She's not aware of anything, but she may not know yet, and who knows i mean she also swears that the xterra pro is a selectable single frequency machine yep just throwing that out there <laughs> oh i don't know we'll yeah see how it goes. no I, comment no comment they also had the opportunity today which i did not film one of those knockoff carrot lookalikes out of china the guy that I was hunting with, he has one. His girlfriend saw it online, thought it would be something to buy him. She bought it for him. He looked what at a her deal at $29. Got it out of the box, messed around with it. And if you get a inch off of one of those, I'd That's probably stretching it. Right. But is that getting an inch holding it the proper way? Now, that's true, too. Because, you know, in... It, it, it always makes me kind of chuckle every time I see the advertisements for it. They're holding the thing backwards. Yeah. I mean, come on, people. Oh, you know, Lord. at least make it a believable knockoff. Right. But that's, yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I see that comment, Frank. I'm sure it would have been very interesting to be a fly on the wall for the pre-show when when Debbie oh, was on. Kyle Relic Hunter is asking, do I know which company makes those knockoffs? No, I do not. Well, and here, here's the bad thing about the knockoffs. <laughs> Something wrong company. Okay. You got me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. And here's the bad thing about the knockoffs. I mean, you can put a lot of time and resources into tracing back these companies and trying to shut them down at the source. But as soon as you do, two more pop up. Yes. And like the it coins just, coming up. China. Yeah, yeah, it, it just becomes this vicious, never-ending cycle, and that's why most manufacturers, because MindLab has had the problem with knockoffs, Garrett has had the problem with knockoffs, Coiltech has had the problem with knockoffs, I mean, insert manufacturer, it's, it's nothing new, and that's why these particular manufacturers have went to you know, holographic uh, security stickers and different things of that nature and telling you to deal with a reputable source such as your dealer, not a big box store or some fly-by-night online, you know, somethingwong.com, something like that. Right. And, and uh, that is the easiest way to do Caveat it. emptor. Buyer beware, okay? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, see, and Scott brought up something here with a scam. I haven't seen this one, Scott. My autistic son made these metal detecting shirts. Get yours now by clinking on clicking on the link below. I haven't seen that. Well, hopefully he didn't put the link in. <laughs> right. Don't click on that. Nobody kind of click on the link. 
no no don't anybody click on the link in the chat tonight just in case but and that's it he is he doesn't have the link that's just what he okay. put up the scam going on i was going to say i i wouldn't think that scott would uh, cuz he he does due diligence with all of that stuff uh well, just because one, that's that's the kind of guy he is, and his background, his his previous career, uh, it makes him more on guard anyway to keep a vigilant eye out for for things like that. And it's unfortunate that that people are out there that do that sort of thing because now here they are, mm-hmm. like Scott said, you know, my autistic son designed these. Click on on this link, and automatically, you know, the the first three words, it's already trying to tug at the heartstrings. Yeah. And there are people out there that they'll click on the link. And yes. Next thing you know, look what happens. Wow. I mean, it used to be, and... Don't take this the wrong way, folks. This this has got nothing to do with the call-in line for the show. But they used to refer to them as the 419 scams for a reason. You know, uh, where, where was that? Uh, Nigeria, I think, was where a lot of that stuff would come out of. And... It's just, it's gotten even worse. It's just absolutely terrible. Well, the amount of those type of phone calls that we get anymore is even worse. Oh, yeah. I would, it's terrible. Uh, I took up there for a while. I do watch a guy occasionally on YouTube goes by scammer payback and he's good and he keeps up with it he's returned a lot of money to people by hacking it back or getting the addresses he can actually get in their files while he's on there and hack that hack the hackers <laughs> well but, you know turnabout's fair play that's right because there are plenty of these people out here that uh, they have swindled many unsuspecting people out of a lot of money that they they don't even there's too many of them they don't get caught. Yeah. So it's always if you're buying something and you're getting it online, I don't buy anything much online. I'm not an Amazon member. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, it's not. And some of the others, simply because of all the crap that people get. Yeah. And especially in terms of the knockoff pinpointers, if the price seems too good to be true, it is. You know, there, there's a reason for that. Stay away from it. Deal with your reputable dealers. Deal with Chuck. Deal with Ronnie. Uh, things like that. Don't, no, don't mess a, with the... There's a whole the, bunch of us out there that are reputable, and we have some knowledge of the hobby, and we like to extend that knowledge to 
people and help them make choices and get the right equipment and buy equipment that's not knockoffs. I mean, and then there's the ads that tell you the top ten metal detectors of the year. They're getting <laughs> yeah. things, and they aren't really the top ten best. Right. I mean, when you when you read those articles, you're kind of going, hmm, do these people even know Frank how to put batteries in it? Frank's uncle's the king in South Africa. He's gonna, if I pay him a thousand, he'll send me ten million. I've seen those emails. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get those emails all the time. Mm-hmm. My, my long-lost uncle passed away and left me a fortune, and yeah, okay. Sure he did. A lawyer in England that has your name and you're the sole heir to 20 million pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All kinds of good stuff. But, you know, it goes back to you having reputable companies, and there's the race on, and they're all trying to make and tweak them just a little better or add something new, and... That's where we're winning, if you just pay attention to that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and and we've said it before, both of us have, that that's we're winning, we're benefiting from this technological race between the manufacturers, so competition can be a good thing. And that's right. what we have been seeing with the manufacturers, because uh, this has been pretty fast and furious in the last couple of years, some yep. of them, though, I don't know. They're, I think we've still got some things to watch for before the end of the year because there are some manufacturers that they're, they're staying up on it, and we've seen releases from others, but not from a couple of different manufacturers that I think it's probably high time that we do see something from them. So I'm thinking by the end of the year, we'll be hearing about some more new equipment. Right. Race could, on. could be another pinpointer. Very well. And Nak is working on a PI and uh, heard some rumblings out of Garrett a little bit on something. So we'll see what happens if it makes it by the end of the year. R&D takes a long time. It does. It, I mean, usually from concept to product, research, development, all of that, you're looking five to seven years in the making. So it does take a while. But with, with seeing... All the new releases or revamps that we've seen, just say in the past eight, ten months, it's been great to see so far, but I got a feeling that there's a couple of manufacturers out there that are hoping to release something in time for the holiday shopping season. Well... It seems like they release things at odd times. They do. And you got the worldwide market for these things. So they try to either shoot them towards the European market, get them out there before the spring or right during spring hunts, 
then it trickles down and comes over to the North American market, and it's way out of whack right. for us. Right. And, and we are not the biggest market, believe it or not. Not even close. No, no. And that would probably surprise a lot of people in the chat, but it's true. It is definitely true. And especially when you're talking general purpose coin and relic machines, I mean, that's not even the biggest money in the market either. Right. And Jason has a question. Were you talking about comparison between other pinpointers? Yes. Not the Profine 40 against the 35. She's trying to tell you how much difference there is in what you're gaining over the two. I'm trying to just show you on other pinpointers. Right. The Profine 40 versus the Land and Sea. Right. And I could have done a carrot. I could have done a Nazca. I grabbed the Land and Sea. Most of you don't know that one very well. That is a good pinpointer. I've had that particular one for a long time. I've had tried other ones. I've had the MI6. I've had several other brands that were, never mind. And, <laughs> yeah. it's And then I literally had one of the knockoffs today just messing with it, and it, I looked at him, I handed it back to him, I said, put that away. Anyway, Right, yeah, get get yourself a, a real pinpointer. Right. And that's, that's just disappointing. Fine Lab Detect Spurt, Steph Tangway, right? Is who you're talking about, Jason? Uh, she was doing, I believe she did a video on the Profine 40. Uh, Debbie mentioned it on when when she was on the show. That yeah. uh, Lori Gagne and Steph both were doing videos on the Profine 40. Yep. Or have. That's good. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I like the unit. I will I, recommend the unit. And I there have are not people who are going to walk in and they want to carry it anyway. There are people who are going to want... Oh, yeah. It's a good, good pinpointer. Yep. And... The hashtag you mentioned earlier, the red is the new orange. We'll see. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, what is that? Uh, I thought I saw something in the chat there. I was trying to figure out what was going on, what they were talking about. Thanks, but, Frank. I agree with you, Frank. Uh-oh, so maybe I did see something in the chat. No, no, um, Frank's problem is he wants to see non-Mind Lab employees testing the gear, and that's the way it should be. Uh, yeah, that's that's a very And I don't care point. which brand it is. Doesn't that be I mean, Mind Lab? If any of them, they should have somebody that's trusted in the field working with this stuff that's not linked tightly or getting remuneration. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've we've seen it before from 
from various people, no names mentioned, but they, they think just because they have a YouTube channel and they have X amount of followers that that means everybody should cater to them. And now I do trust some of them. Some of them I know personally. Oh, I yeah. John. John is excellent. Yeah. And, and I met Steph. She could probably do a pretty good go uh, job with it, but there's a few. It's like, <clears throat> okay. We'll right. go on from there. Right. Uh, exactly. Frank or Ronnie or uh, Tim down in Missouri or any of the other dealers are out there and they've got somebody that's doing a test with something saying, you know, uh, I'll trust that right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's interesting, too, because then you're getting feedback from people in different environments all across the country. Yes. And that gives you, you know, as a end-user customer, a more informed opportunity of decision. Right. So, you know, I, uh, I tried to be fair and compare to something today and, it, it showed me it did well. I used it all day. I used it for three solid hours. I made probably, I don't know, 40 digs, 45 digs, and it was spot on with it. And the first couple times I had the sensitivity up a little much, and it was a little chatty. As you set it off to the side, I took it down a couple notches, and it did exactly what you expect of one. And sometimes you may need more sensitivity. And... Uh, or less, and where right. you go. Depending on the environment or target, things of that nature. Same, it's feel, it's texture, all the same as the Profile, uh, profile 35. Weight-wise, same deal. Uh, a good pinpointer. Nice. Is it yep, as... Yep, I ordered a half dozen in, they're gone. Nice. Oh, I, I figured it. they were yeah. going to go quick because people people were already showing quite a bit of interest in them. Are they quite? Because you know, of course, the Pro, the Profine thirty five was a little bulky in the handle compared to some of the other pen pointers. How is it with the forty? Same. Okay, it's the same. I I don't consider <coughs> it bulky. It's the same. Um, able to operate sensitivity, sensitivity up, down, on, off, turn on the iron function with gloves on. You know, you don't have to pull gloves off. You don't have to, you know, fight around with anything. It worked very well. Nice. I mean, we're talking something pretty simplistic here, but you got to be able to do it. I don't know about the rest of you. I always wear dig gloves anymore because in places there are sharps, needles, and all kinds of crap getting thrown on the ground. And I want some sort of little bit of first line and digging around broken glass. We're always glass, knife blades laying there. Oh, so yeah. I got uh, something to protect the hands a little bit because I have stabbed them. Oh, yeah. Yep. I've, I've been there, too. Thankfully, it's just been... You know, a, a jagged piece of metal or a piece of glass or something like that and not a used syringe or anything of that nature. 
because right. I I still say you know because we've got a couple of parks locally that yep. we have went out to before to hunt and and you can see syringes laying on the ground and it's like yeah I'm not hunting here you know think about it when it when's the last time you saw a careless diabetic that's not from a diabetic no, no they're not and uh, Jason if you caught me earlier that's the one I use in the water too is the pulse tide right and if I'm in water for a long period, that's the one. I, I just developed that habit of using it there, and it does an extremely fine job. Right. If and I need it. It was, it's, it's a good pinpointer, which, I mean, that's, that's the other thing. I mean, we've got the, uh, anytime now, we've got the new pinpointer from Nokta showing up. Coils from Mine Lab for the Manicore showing up. Sometime they said in August. We'll see. I haven't seen. Right. My Don't distributor said when you see the parts list with the numbers and what's going on listed by us, that's when we'll have it. I haven't seen that yet. Right. Yeah. Don't hold your breath, folks. But realistically, I don't see Mine Lab dragging their feet too long on getting those coils out. I can see those being a big uh, holiday season hit. Yep. So, that's about it, but I had a good day in the field. I found some stuff. I was using the... Uh, you found quite 40. a bit of good finds. Yeah. I was running the 900 instead of the Manicore today, and that 900 is really impressing me. I was popping yeah. Indian heads as a solid... Eight to eleven inches on dry drier soil. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's no slouch in the field. It's nothing to shake a stick at. I like the core. Don't get me wrong. It's just I just right. grabbed the nine hundred today. Well, and the Manicor is a good machine too. It's it's just I know that there have been some people that they they got tired of waiting for the Manicor, so they just went with the nine hundred. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, if, Frank was aggra- aggravated in the field today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why did stop? Maybe I should ask. I, I don't think Steve's down there with him, is he? No, I don't believe so. Okay. I was just saying, did Steve beat you in the field today, Frank? Or did I'm you waiting. see somebody hunting <laughs> that wasn't running Aquatex? <laughs> Yeah. I can uh, see where that would be aggravating. Yeah. Or did you just run beats mode in single frequency? <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, I was running I was running her full. We did good. But I like I right. said when I started earlier I had a heavy limestone rock area we were in and recovering some things was slow pulling rocks out but that does affect i had to do a ground balance up in that area oh but after okay. the ground, you don't have to go any further frank i'm sorry university of florida archaeologist all right we'll leave oh it at that. well that yeah that explains everything yeah they have a paper on the wall and can dig you can't right well, we know how that goes. 
We know how that goes. Yes, sir. But yes. that's, you know, sometimes that's the way it is. You gotta, you gotta play the game. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So, if the weather holds out, at least if if you're seeing similarly to what I'm seeing here in the near forecast, which I would imagine you are, any cool. plans on testing it against other pinpointers? Yes, I'll, I'll go out and I'll take, uh, I'll grab another one and do it out in the field again and see how they do. Nice. Side-by-side -side stuff. Okay. Unrecovered and see what I'm getting, and I'll try the iron. But even the one I was using today, that's going out. I asked the guy if I could use it for a couple hours. I bought it, and he said, sure. I got to deliver them tomorrow night, club meeting. Ah, I see. So I got to wait for some more to come in. Right, so they they came in, and they're all going back out, none for Chuck. Yep. I should have bought a dozen of them, but I thought, yeah, let's see how they go. Let's see how they test out, that kind of stuff. Right. But the way it sounds, after the uh, little time period you had with it today, they're going to go well, and you're going to have more inbound as soon as possible, I would imagine, for those who may be interested. Yep. Nice. And I want to say, what was it, uh, 139 is the price point? 139.95, yeah. Yeah. And that's not the bad. same price, actually, as your AT. Yeah, your... Not, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um, it, it, should, it should be a good pinpointer. It really should be. And I don't expect any of your brand name ones up there right now to come out with anything. I mean, they could have glitches in them like the 35 did. I remember that. I mean, I didn't know of anybody telling me anything on the 40 yet. I haven't seen anybody post up any, oh, my God, this thing's got a problem post yet. Right. Uh, and that's the thing. Like we said, they're they're hot off the press, so is there any issue with them? Who knows? So far, you have not seen one. I have not seen any. I just grabbed one out of the box and went out with it. I mean, as random as it can be. Yeah. They didn't and supply me anything. They didn't ask me to do anything. I'm just wanting to see. And you can, you can do due diligence for quality control, but that doesn't mean that a flaky unit doesn't make it out of the factory. So we'll have to right. wait and see if, I mean, if somebody does report it Electronic as you, equipment. let's see if we hear more people reporting the same issue, if there's an issue at all. But I would think people that Mine Lab... That, uh, affecting 800 units, they're having parts issues. Frank knows a couple guys waiting on my lab parts, which doesn't surprise me. Everybody's waiting on parts for something. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's not going to get any better. No, not, 
not for the uh, near foreseeable future anyway, and and it's unfortunate, but all we can do is what we can do, and right. that's that's why if you are fortunate enough to have a backup machine, that's why we have backups. Yeah. Just yeah, in case of such things. So, anyway. Well, anyhow, I thought I'd let you know what I was doing with it. I like it. It works very well. It sounds And if like you get one, don't run it full open until you sit and figure out what you got for soil conditions, that kind of stuff. Right. And, uh adjust it to what you need and it did very well uh, yeah exactly just just like with your just like with your detector out and try and fig- figure three tenths of an inch no but it seemed <laughs> <best>. <laughs> now that might have made for an enjoyable go live i didn't have a mud hole to go in although i was working in extremely dry soil in places very well <laughs> i didn't have i didn't take her down right. the river and throw her in Right, you know, maybe, maybe next time. Who knows? You, you just knows? never know, especially with you. Yeah, that's right. You know, right. you you well, may throw it on the ground, you, kick it around for a while. Barb's technology and drug it out the door of the car for a ways and see how it lasted. Right, drug it down the road for thirty-five miles by the lanyard yep. and see how it did. Yep. <laughs> that, that I don't know. May not be covered on warranty. Yeah, yeah, might, if if you try that, you might want to have a very rugged tip protector. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to see. But so far, everything sounds very promising. Yeah. I mean, it's basically same size, shape, different color, weight. But I did notice one thing. Oh. The battery. Okay. The battery is a MineLab branded battery. Really? MineLab dot com right on the battery. That's all I saw. I went, huh. That's different. I wonder who made that for them. Right, because we know MineLab's not making batteries. <laughs> but. Then again, that's just like the uh, the mine lab digging gloves. They they yeah. Yes, they're mine lab it's digging gloves, digging. but they're not made by mine lab. Yep, but we'll see how long the battery lasts. <laughs> that will be the other interesting thing. Uh, you know, I have not heard anything about. Uh, you know, potential runtime on a battery or anything like that. Although, when you're talking a pinpointer, that's that's extremely subjective. And you are correct, Frank. They did it for the 540 also. And mine lab batteries in there. I forgot about that. Mm. That that yeah. surprised me. Nine volt come out, said mine lab. Uh, looked at it and went, hmm. Well, there's no bunny here. <laughs> Yep. 
Yeah. Either either that or it's covered up. I don't know. Right. It's, but like I said, it's, it's the same thing with the gloves. We know Mind Lab doesn't make those digging gloves. I mean, some of us out there know who do make those digging gloves, but mm-hmm. uh, they're not Mind Lab. Money, I'd say this. Mind Lab makes, has, a, has a good glove made. It is. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. The Garrett gloves versus the Mind Lab gloves. I have heard, I've not tried these myself. I have not been able to get my hands on a pair of them. But I have I like heard Garrett's. many people. And they are nine ninety five versus twenty nine ninety five. Exactly. Folks, I'm just, I have are, heard I bargain that lasts. I have heard many people say that the Garrett digging gloves are very comfortable. Maybe they may not be as ruggedly made as the Mind Lab gloves, but they're a third of the price. Well, the fingertips and parts are leathered, and I like that. And mm-hmm. I've been running a pair for a while. They work very well. I've got Mind Lab gloves too, believe me. And they're a good glove, but. Yes, they uh, are. I'd say this. I don't think they're a $30 pair of gloves, so I buy the Garrett's for myself now. Right. And part of that has to do with, I mean, obviously, when when we're purchasing Mind Lab, we know that we are paying a bit of a premium just because of the name. But that also goes back to who manufactures those gloves for Mind Lab. They're not a cheap glove to begin with. No. So anyway, they're they're hello, a good glove, hello, but they're not a cheap the house. Do, what? Earl from VA's in the house. Oh, Earl's in. Welcome aboard. And he says he has a pair, so he must be talking about the uh, Garrett digging gloves. Which I, uh, I carry the Garrett gloves if you need some. Yeah, I mean, I've I've talked to many people that they're like, you know what? Sure. They only cost me 10 bucks, but they're comfortable. I like them. And if they wear right. out, it doesn't break the bank. Oh. Right, and I give. Oh. that is one thing that we do can... Each one, but the Garrett's are pretty good glove for the money. Right. And that is one thing that we can say about Garrett is they, they do provide some nice digging accessories at a a very cost-effective price point. Especially when it comes to their gloves and pouches. Well, Shannon, I'm sorry. Uh, they only make, you know, like small, medium, large. She says she doesn't like the fingers. They're too big on the gloves. On both of them. Oh, she must need extra small. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, all right, buddy, I'm going to get out of here. Save you money. You're at 8 o'clock right now. Uh, you know, yeah, we are looking at the top of the hour, bottom of the hour, whatever. It's 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 that time. How's that? That's right. And, and I can smell what's cooking upstairs. Jill made fresh peach cobbler. Oh... Uh, well, that that that's up there calling my name. 
Yeah, might have to get a scoop of ice cream out, too. Yep, the Schwann's guy was by today, so I think that's what's occurring right now. Oh, yeah, you don't want to miss that. No. I mean, it's always best fresh out of the oven. Yep, you are 100% correct. Well, you better go and enjoy. (laughs) Yes, I had. (laughs) And you all be safe out there. And Frank, I hope you have a better day tomorrow, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. It is. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, tomorrow's always another day. And Earl says, oh, man, you got ice cream, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, everybody ducking out. Tim, go to bed. We're keeping you up past your bedtime. Everybody (laughs) ducking out here and there during the past couple of episodes for ice cream. It's about high time somebody else gets to. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. Well, enjoy the peach cobbler. I'm sure you will. Okay. Well, everybody have a good time. I'm going to get back out in the field probably this weekend. We are to get a little rain, not a lot. I would like to see a good inch soaker, or maybe inch and a half. That would yeah. help us. Yeah. But and uh, get some more digging in on some yards. I've been trying to avoid the nice places anyway. Right. So, all right. Thanks for having me on. Everybody have a safe week. Go find a bucket lister if you can get out and do some digging. I know some of you got too much rain lately. Thanks for having me on, Josh. That's not a problem here. Thanks for the update on the 40. Yes, sir. We'll keep working on some of that stuff. I'm anxiously awaiting my lab coils. Yes. Yeah. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Well, so Chuck's off to go enjoy some peach cobbler. We're hoping that we get some rain. (coughs) The... uh, the plants definitely need it. We're not sure what happened. We've got a uh, aroma tomato plant out in the garden that uh, that thing is sporting probably a somewhere between a pound to a pound and a half Roma tomato. Uh, so we're hoping that we we get more rain and. And everything goes well for the plants. As far as the show, uh, there's been some impromptu appointments pop up in the very near future for me that I'm not sure there, there could be a very good possibility of an archive in the near future trying to juggle these unexpected uh, doctor's appointments. So until we can get through all of that, we'll see what happens. Until then, though, If you can get out and dig, get out there and dig, post up the photos. You know how we love to see them. Post up your, I know, Ohio Relic Hunter had fresh homemade pasta sauce 
last night. It looked phenomenal. Very good job, Bill. That stuff looked great. And we'll have some to show ourselves here, hopefully pretty soon. I mean, we've got plenty of tomatoes out, and when they go ripe, oh boy, we are going to be busy. Tim was busy um, the day before last, actually, made uh, canned pickles, and I believe we have uh, 12 pints and 2 quarts of pickles, and I think she's planning to do another batch. So, plenty of pickles. Plenty of pickles. Until the next one, have a wonderful evening, folks. We are going to roll. We're out of here.